0: To the Movie Dummies podcast, the show where a bunch of dumb humans try and convince you that Universal Soldier was worth watching. Take it away, meatbags. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thanks, Autopilot, and yes, are we are the Movie Dummies. I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm Shannon. And I'm Angela. We're missing Matt this week, but it's all right, we will soldier on. Uh, we are the Movie Dummies, <laughs> and we... Oh, I don't know why that was funny. Uh...
0: <laughs> Where's my bat?
1: We are the movie dummies, yeah. We, uh, we talk about movies. We're dummies. And as you can already tell, we're very eloquent. So,
0: <laughs> And are we going to convince anybody that Universal Soldier was worth watching? You know what? I'm oh, going to do my
1: best, but we'll see. Of course. <laughs> we will see.
0: It, it, there's
2: too many flaws in this movie.
1: We will see. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie I saw in 1992, probably on HBO or some bullcrap, maybe even the movie channel. Yes, there was a channel cool. called The Movie Channel back in the day.
2: Yeah, and, I didn't uh, have any of those channels. Probably oh, we were, why I've never seen this.
1: We were fancy.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but uh, I have some problems with it, but I also <laughs> have some praises for it. So we will get into that in a minute, though. Ooh, okay. Um, before we get into our normal recommendations. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Did it give you a moaner?
1: No. <laughs> Nothing ever will.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, before it's we get into our normal recommendations, today's Oscars Day. Yes, awesome. it is. By the time this uh, came, comes hashtag out... not so white. What's that, Mr. Chop? I'm sorry, what? What did you say? <laughs> I said
3: hashtag not so white.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. By the time this, this episode comes out, Oscars will have come and gone. They'll be six days old, but you know, I'm kind of excited to see what wins. This is the first time in a long time where the possibilities... Are there a movie I liked might win an Oscar? <laughs>
0: right, like. which movie are you? I'm super excited for.
1: Uh, there's a few. Like, if, if you want to talk about it real quick, mm-hmm. let's let's just forego our normal recommendations. Let's talk about some Oscar stuff. How about that?
2: Well, let's act like do versions. it.
1: So, actor in a leading role this year. Okay, you've got uh, Timothy Chalamet. I think is how you say his name. Call me by your name. Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever heard of him but he was in this movie called Phantom Thread, <laughs> his final movie. Uh, Daniel K- Kaluuya from Get Out. I don't know how to say his name either. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. Gary Oldman from The Darkest Hour. And Denzel from Roman J. Israel Esquire.
0: I mean, I haven't seen any of these movies, but Gary Oldman's always wonderful. Denzel's always wonderful. Daniel Day-Lewis I'm not a huge fan of, but he's, he's a really good actor. And these other... Yeah. Two gentlemen, I'm sure, are just wonderful as well.
1: Uh, Daniel Kaluuya's performance in Get Out was real good. Um, I did see that. I did not see Call Me By Your Name, but... You know, the Oscars are as political as they are anything else. Do you think they give it to Daniel Day-Lewis because it's his final quote-unquote movie? Do they give it to (coughs) Denzel or Daniel Kaluuya mm -hmm. because they're black and it's just cool to be black this year? I don't, you know... It's cool, it's cool to, to be black this year. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah, yeah. the political I, correctness I, machine is working that way.
0: Yeah, hard to tell. I mean, there's it's defin a definite possibility, and if if that is the case, then it's likely that Get Out is going to win all over the place. I mean, I, I've heard wonderful things about it oh, from very, all very over good. the place. That it's a really, really well put together movie, well, well written, well shot, well acted. Um And it will likely deserve all the, you know, if it does win all the Oscars, I'm sure it'll deserve that. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
2: I'm really hoping that it's a hard choice between Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. But I'm hoping one of them gets it. Actor in a supporting role.
1: Oh, Are we talking about that now?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You want to just talk about the movies in general, or the actor? I, I
1: was—we were talking about actor in a leading role.
2: I understand. And then I off-
1: said a bunch of actors, and I said, "Who would you like to win?"
2: Well, maybe I can't Shannon just pick did a one.
1: smooth transition. <laughs> yeah, she didn't say anything about that, so I had to think she wasn't. Paying I guess attention.
2: it's because I don't know any of the. I haven't seen any of these movies.
1: Okay, That's so fair.
2: I can't vote for any actor in a leading role. But when I go to the supporting role, I have. That's the only movie I've seen. Yep. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri.
1: I think Sam Rockwell deserves Uh it.
0: Sam Rockwell deserves it or Woody Harrelson deserves it. They both did really, really well in that movie. Um,
1: I think Woody Harrelson's nomination is enough for the role he got. I don't think that role's meaty enough.
0: You probably have a point there. It's not necessarily that he didn't do as well. It's that there really wasn't as much to do. Mm-hmm.
1: I think Richard Jenkson, <laughs> Jenkins' performance <laughs> in The Shape of Water was real good. He was real good in it. and uh, But there's this other interesting aspect that Christopher Plummer, you know, replaced Kevin Spacey two weeks before the movie was released, and he's nominated. So, I mean, is there a political aspect to that nomination where you're like, well, they'll just give it to him because to really say, hey, Kevin Spacey, F you.
0: Maybe. Mm. It's possible. That'll be a yeah. bummer,
3: though. Right I think right. Kevin
1: Spacey is still going
3: <laughs> <laughs> Really?
1: Nice. Yeah.
2: Is he even in here? I no.
1: don't even see no, him. No, obviously no, not. No, Sorry. obviously not. No, even no, if he no. was in a movie this year that like was so groundbreaking and it destroyed all their movies, and he you know, he was in a very good movie this year, but he still he's wouldn't still
3: be in there. He's still not. No. Right. No.
1: He, he's in a little bit of trouble. I think Francis McDormand has actress in a leading role kind of wrapped up.
0: I was but. just going to say, let's talk best actress. Actress, we all know it's going to be Frances.
1: She's, well, Joe, you've
2: seen The Shape of Water.
1: She's I, very Tanya. good, but she doesn't have any lines, so it's hard to uh, say. But Sorcy Ronan has a very good performance in Lady Bird, so I don't. You know that's going to be tough for people to decide.
2: Gotcha. And I have not. You saw seen I post. Tanya, Joe?
1: No. Oh no. I've heard it's great, though. I have you know, hmm. have not seen it. Supporting role, though, you've got uh, Allison Janney from Itania. I, I kind of hope she wins, because I love Allison Janney.
0: I was just going to say, I love her. She's wonderful. But then then again, we got Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird. Yeah, I love I'm sure her. She, I
1: am sure she's great in that movie. Oh. That movie just looks good. Every aspect of I've it. I've heard it's so, so heartbreaking, though. As soon as it's on demand, it's... Hmm. I don't know if I'm ready for it. It's, I'm watching it.
2: I look forward to it. Some of the animated movies I've seen.
1: Dude, animated movie is a home run blast from Coco. Nobody else stands a chance. I'm sorry to Boss Baby. How the hell that got nominated, I don't know.
0: What?
2: <laughs> the
1: Breadwinner, Ferdinand, Loving Vincent. You guys have all been given a booby prize because Coco oh, it, is going to win.
0: It was phenomenal. Boss Baby. What What is that doing up there?
1: People love it, and I guess it's pretty good. That's all I know. It, I mean, I've, I seen seen it. I've
0: seen it. It's total. okay. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not
1: Oscar worthy. I mean, I, I don't even know if it's one of the five best movies, animated movies that came out last year, <laughs> but that's just my I... opinion. But it's <laughs> also my opinion that Coco is Pixar's best movie ever, so it deserves an Oscar. Okay. Cinematography. My goodness. I, I would definitely go Blade Runner 2049. I think that is the most beautiful movie I may have ever seen. Wow, that's yes. pretty. That's a pretty strong statement. Huh. It, oh, De- Denis Villeneuve, however you say his name, is him and his cinematographer should just keep making movies for all time. I don't even care if they're not very good. They look it says
0: Roger, It says Roger Deakins. Yeah. Correct.
1: Roger Deakins is okay. the cinematographer. Oh, okay, gotcha. And the director was, I don't even know how to say his name. He directed Arrival and Drive with Gosling. Denis, mm. no, that was recent. I mean, I don't even know what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> oh, I cannot. Denis wait. Villeneuve. Can we get on the costume design? There's a name that just is oh, okay. standing out do you
1: to want me. Any, any <laughs> thoughts on cinematography? Did anybody see Dunkirk? <laughs> I yeah. Sure. You it was a good-looking, very bad movie. What's that, Joe? It was a good-looking, very bad movie.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. I think Dunkirk. I mean, yeah. I mean the the film and the cinematography. And it's great. Um. Unless you kind of know the story behind Dunkirk and you actually know kind of what they're doing with the time frame in it in the movie. It's a little hodgepodge and it's a little crazy to watch.
1: It's kind of and, dumb.
3: And it's right, so right. bland. The way, the way, but I mean, you think about how Christopher Nolan likes to put films together, right? Yeah. And how he likes that feel he gives. I mean, it's consistent a little bit with who he is. The cinematographies
1: are really good. Um, I, I don't know. This I is was, a huge departure for him. There's no dialogue in the movie.
3: Right, right. I understand that. I get that. And that's why it makes it so confusing to watch, unless you really know yeah. what's going on.
1: So, um, The Shape of Water was beautiful, that, too. but
3: and I, I, and I really thought, what's that?
1: The Shape of Water was beautiful, too, but it, it was all sets. There wasn't a whole lot of location shooting, so cinematography, while it's very well lit and it looks real good and the special effects blend gorgeously, I don't know that it'll win an Oscar.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've only seen... Um, the ones that are nominated, I haven't even seen the nominations
1: so far. So, It's almost like you don't have a machine in front of you where you could look that up.
3: <laughs> well, no, I, right. I, I, huh? I, I technically, I don't, but <laughs> not at the moment.
0: So what jumped out at you about costume design, Shannon? That name is,
2: am I seeing it right? The... Okay,
1: Jacqueline Duran is up for two Oscars. She could be right? herself
2: she was overworking herself. I think The Shape of Water How is might win and the because beast in this category, though,
1: uh, the CGI costumes are really beautiful. I guess.
2: Oh. <laughs> no, is that Consuela
1: Boyle? No, no, Consolata. That's Way to read
2: Consolata. That just looks like Consuela. <laughs> I just I laughed as soon as I saw it, and I was like, "Ooh, no, no,
1: no, <laughs> uh, no." no.
2: And then you just kind of keep going. You're like, nah, go on to music.
1: I think mm. The Shape of Water is probably going to win costume design. The Creature from the Black Lagoon or whatever you want to call him. he uh, looked good. What about directing? Let's get to directing.
2: Directing. Who's up for directing?
1: Christopher Nolan, Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson, of course, for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo, Guillermo, del, Toro. Guillermo del Toro. I think Jordan Peele's going to get it.
2: I would hope that'd be nice for him.
1: I think as a debut filmmaker to hit one out of the park that far, I think he kind of deserves some recognition and, and some sort of uh, cementing influence where that he's going to continue to make films. So I think I I don't know maybe an Oscar might do it. I I don't think that anybody's really going to care if he loses as far as him being able to make films for the future, but I don't know. Put a big old stamp. It would on definitely
0: it. be right. It would definitely be nice for him if if he did. Again, not having seen any of these movies, I it's I I can't really pick pick one, but I I do like Jordan Beale. I I enjoy him as an actor and as a writer, and I like his comedy stuff. And
1: the movie was very good. It had a very cool image. It had it was a homage to all these creepy thrillers from you know, years past. And um, that said, the The Shape of Water was also so. Cool. It, it was so heartfelt and weird and Guillermo del Toro-y. Um, but I, I think Get Out deserves it. I don't know. Hmm. Definitely not Dunkirk. I, I don't know what Nolan was thinking.
0: Okay. No one knows. Nope. But he's Christopher Nolan, so yep. let's give him an Oscar.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> For
1: sure. As far as the docs, documentary kinda like, Meryl Street. <laughs> yeah, <kinda> like Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Meryl Streep. Can't do no wrong. Right? Uh, as far as documentaries go, I've only seen the one, Icarus, and I thought it was really good. So,
0: Yeah, I've not seen any of those. Let's talk about uh, editing.
1: Oh, this is um, I, I,
0: it's locked I up. I think it's got to be Baby Driver, right?
1: It ha- I don't see how it can't be. Like, Right.
0: It has to be Baby Driver.
1: A movie uh. that's never been made before ever relied specifically on the editing to work. I mean, and it,
0: and they did it so flawlessly. Yeah,
1: I, I just don't see how it doesn't win.
0: I mean, there are two different people from Baby Driver up for the same award. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's got to say something, right?
1: Oh, yeah. It was right. a workload. And they were on set, too. It wasn't just like, well, they got the, the film stock, and then they had to go through it. No, they were on set, and they edited as the film went along, because they had to check it to the music as they were filming. I mean, that's a lot of work.
0: That's a lot of work. So... And it was, it was just so wonderful. It, it had such a great effect. They they did such a great job. They definitely yep. deserve the Oscar.
2: I would agree. It would be a surprise if they didn't win it, but we've seen that before.
0: Yeah.
1: How about yeah. Uh,
2: music? <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> it, it's probably not going to go to who you think it's going to go to. Uh, I think Dunkirk has a v- strong chance because Hans Zimmer is really the storyteller in that film Christopher Nolan did his best job doing whatever he could but Hans Zimmer is really he creates all of the dialogue in the movie basically with his music and he's Hans
0: Zimmer
1: and he's right I was just
0: gonna say he's Hans Zimmer I mean it's it's either gonna be Hans Zimmer or John Williams I I don't know
1: Alexander Desplat does the Shape of Water score is delightful is it? yes it is fun it just oh. rounds out the movie in the nice, perfect way. If you guys haven't seen it, I know I talked kind of bad about it, because there's a chick who masturbates in the first 30 seconds of the movie.
2: Yep, not watching Don't it. let
1: that throw you off. It's it's <laughs> quite delightful to watch. It's it's fun. Hmm, okay. Oh,
0: that didn't throw me off. That made me want to watch it.
1: Oh, you're a weirdo. <laughs> I know.
0: How about
2: turn to the original song category?
1: I'm totally biased on this. I don't think I can...
2: You think so?
0: Yeah.
1: It's going to be Coco, of course.
2: You think so?
0: Or at least that's what
1: that's what Joe wants it to be. No, I want it to be This the, Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I can't even really think about that. I was going like, to say, I think The
3: Greatest Showman I think the Showman's taking that one. Yeah.
0: I've never even heard of this. You need to YouTube it. you never heard you, of The Greatest Showman? It. I didn't know that this was a thing happening. Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron. I talked okay, about it last no. week. I'm
2: going to talk you? about it this yeah. week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, when I took Lucy to see it for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And I cried through the whole movie. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> From and, P to B. <laughs>
2: and I watched it. And they were looking at me the whole time.
1: Whatever. She's like totally stone facing in it. She's like, this isn't even weird. Then all of a sudden, This Is Me plays. And she's like sobbing. Yep. <laughs> so...
2: I do have a heart. It's just a little bit deeper than yours.
1: Mhm. It's a beautiful song. It's endearing. I uh the movie is coming out on demand March 20th. So, Yeah. just rent it, buy it, whatever you I want to will
0: do that.
2: I will
1: do that. It's, it's, it's do very that. enjoyable. It's the best. And then there's a couple videos on YouTube of behind the scenes. If you watch them beforehand, it doesn't really affect anything.
2: But after. But
1: after it definitely has a huge effect. Um they had to do an upfront for the studio. So like Everybody involved, the cast, the writers, and everybody had to be there. And they they did the musical live in front of the executives to show that it was viable because musicals are very expensive. They require a little bit more investment from a studio. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. So they had to do this. And they, they posted a couple clips. Hugh Jackman couldn't sing at the upfront because he had just had skin cancer removed from his nose and his doctor said, you can't sing. Oh, jeez. His big song is the last song in the movie. And so they they did it through order. And he's sitting there, and they had some other dude singing for him the entire time. And he was just like being the greatest showman. He was gesticulating and doing all that. And he just gets overcome with emotion and just takes over and starts singing.
2: And it's it's, so powerful.
1: It's really powerful.
2: I was crying watching this video. Yeah.
1: And then the chick who does This Is Me. Oh, I know. uh, The woman who sings This Is Me. He's hot. Um,. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I can't think of her name anyways she there's one for her when she's singing it and she's like super nervous so much so that she starts like shaking
0: Yep, yeah, and, and she's and like she grabs standing.
1: she grabs hugh jackman's hand and like oh it's just really emotional oh
0: yeah. my goodness good guy, yes.
1: hugh, good guy hugh jackman um so that's why i'm super biased i think this is me deserves all the awards
2: Gotcha. I don't even think we should
0: talk about Best Picture because
1: I think we already picked this back way back when.
0: Three Event or three billboards. Yeah, if it's I... not three billboards, I'm gonna lose all faith in humanity.
1: Um well, I'm not gonna lose all faith, but that's my favorite. The other movies on this list are obviously very good except for Dunkirk, yeah. so
0: I mean, that's true. I, I, I've, I've heard phenomenal things about a lot of these movies. Some of these movies I haven't heard about at all, like uh, Darkest Hour I've never heard of or The Post, but
1: um, yeah, the, the
0: remainder th- of the movies I've, I've heard of and I've heard great things about.
1: The Darkest Hour and The Post are just Oscar bait. They're not, I don't know if they're... Right. I don't think they're actually... Yeah, I'm with you. I think they're just kind of thrown in there. They're the typical... Right right, the yeah, tipple. they're they're what right. definitely would have won in nineteen ninety six but like right, stuff like the shape right. of water and get out are so unique, and three billboards they're so unique, and probably ladybird too, you they know all
2: have their own category that
1: they all kind of deserve it because they're different, they're not that normal best picture fair.
2: how cool they can all share it. I don't know, you can have a piece of the arm, you can have the head, you can have the other arm,
1: <laughs> that's pretty much production design i. Blade Runner, definitely. I don't
2: mm-hmm. think you can break the legs apart, can you? It's just one solid figure.
1: Oh, you know. can. And then I think Star there's Wars is probably going to win, you know, these...
2: Melt it down.
1: ...technical categories like sound editing, into sound rings. mixing, visual effects. They can probably all have a ring. going to be Blade Runner or Star Wars. Oh, but you know what? War for the Planet of the Apes might win. That was
2: visual seamless.
1: Effects. Yeah, you could not tell that they were fake.
2: I'm still not into those movies, but Okay.
1: So writing adapted screenplay is going to be interesting um, because Logan's on there.
0: Right. Yeah, I I saw saw. that,
1: and I was pretty excited. Yeah, the disaster artist, and everybody's trashing that movie because James Franco banged a chick who was 17 once. So evidently he's (laughs) a rapist.
0: I don't think that's what everybody's mad at James Franco about.
1: That's what everybody's mad at James Franco about. And the fact that he, like makes movies where chicks have nudity in it, and they said, okay, but now they're like, oh, me too.
0: Well, I mean, they're saying that, like, during scenes where things were supposed to just be uh, pantomimed, like, he kept, like, moving moving stuff around. And,
1: and that's hearsay, though. It's not like...
0: Yeah, 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 I know. It's hearsay, but, I mean, everything that's been said about Kevin Spacey's hearsay, that doesn't...
2: Mm, true
0: yeah.
2: True. Okay so Anyways, what about right anyway. The
1: original screenplay is the one that I'm excited about Because I think uh, The Big Sick Is like my favorite To win uh, It's just very cool That they got nominated
2: It's just sad that Three Billboards is in that same category Yeah I know Because they're both really good <sighs> I even like The Big Sick
1: yeah, it's just, you know, I used to listen to Emily and Camille on their stupid podcast called The Indoor Kids, you know, seven years ago or whatever You're it was. calling their
2: podcast stupid?
1: You know, it's just a podcast, a simple podcast, and I heard their story all the way back then, and then they talked about video games for a few years and all the stuff they were doing, and then they got, you know, Camille got real famous and they couldn't keep doing the podcast, And but they would still update people on social media who listened to the podcast. It was very cool that they would, they've always tried to keep in touch, and then, they go out and do this together, and all the fans of the podcast already knew their story,
2: Aww. you know,
1: and then you Aww. see, you get to see the movie. You get to, like, see it visualized on screen, and, you know, it, it's, it was a fun experience for me.
2: And to me, that kind of rings with our, what do you call, the generation that we're in, because it's such a big podcast time mm-hmm. that it would be a nice win for the category to symbolize just... The fact that...
1: Are you just stringing words together?
2: No, like, because if they won this Grammy... No, Grammy? Sorry. Yep,
1: she's stringing words <laughs> together,
2: folks. Oscar. If they won this Oscar... Sorry, I was thinking about the kids. Sorry. Mm-hmm. If they won the Oscar, it would symbolize just a different...
1: Sure. <laughs> it's a mark in time. Yeah. but afraid Get afraid I'm going to say a... the
2: wrong word. I'm, I'm done speaking.
1: Get Out is so well written, as is Three Billboards in The Shape of Water. So, you know... I think we all win no matter who wins. So.
0: Right.
1: It's been a very good year for movies. 2017 was and we get to uh go forward into the rest of 2018. Hopefully some good movies come out. I know the big ones are going to start pumping out here real quick. I know they moved Avengers up a whole week. So. Oh,
0: did they? Mm-hmm. Infinity Wars, you mean?
1: Yep. It's now in April.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm running out of time. Yeah. i realized I realized a hole in my in my Marvel universe. I don't know how it happened, but I've only ever seen the first Thor oh okay so i gotta I gotta watch the other the other two Thors yeah oh, the
1: I one is okay and the other one is the best
2: a cool story about <laughs> the first Thor we went and saw it in the movie theater, me and Joe mm-hmm, and I'm pretty sure Joe thought I had a thing for Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. Because, did I ask you to grow your hair out? No. I
1: don't know what what this story is because I don't remember any of it.
2: But he kept saying, No, no, honey, over here. (laughs) I just remember that.
1: No, I don't remember any of that.
0: Oh. Chris Hemsworth is Foxy. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, he's a handsome dude. Mm -hmm. And when he's in Thor shape, he looks like he's been cut out of stone, so.
0: Yes.
1: It's so weird because when you see him in other movies, when he's not in Thor shape, he's. He looks like thirty pounds later, and it's how he can do that to his body. Right, he know, just looks like
0: a normal dude. So steroids. steroids.
1: steroids, GHB. Aww, don't GHB. Oh,
3: don't say that. That's sorry. sad. You, you don't you don't pack on that kind of weight that fast without some it's, kind of hormone. It's definitely HGH, steroids.
1: Yeah, hormone. One of,
3: the th-
1: one of the three for sure. He's pumping iron for sure, but you just cannot right. put put right. on and drop thirty pounds
3: that fast,
1: just no. continuously.
2: Nope. Or maybe they edit it that way, or CG nope. it. Uh, what's the right word?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's, I, that's I think they all it all the time.
2: <coughs> I'll just use my word.
1: <laughs> so that's fun, guys. Uh, <laughs> the Oscars tonight, the biggest night in Hollywood. I don't think anybody really cares, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I'm kind of excited because I liked some of the movies that are up.
0: Yeah, for the first time, I've actually seen at least one movie that's up for Best Picture, and I really want it to win. You West, saw The uh, Land last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I knew that it wasn't Oscar-worthy, so...
1: Really... <laughs> it
0: almost won. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. It transported me to a place in my childhood from where, I, where I first saw my first Fred and Ginger movie, but you know it's it's not oscar worthy
1: <laughs> yeah the Craig writers Ginger of, never won any oscars the writers of the music and all the songs in uh la la land did the greatest showman oh okay so it's like what can those people write when it's handed into the you know the mouths of great singers it's pretty magical
0: i uh, i'm very excited to see it
1: yeah
2: <laughs> i i was going to recommend it this week i i cannot wait to watch it again
1: all right well, we're a little ahead of schedule. You want to talk about some some of our recommendations? I mean, we can get time for a couple each probably.
0: Okay. Well, I y'all got... know I only have one. So. Oh, well, Sweet. Let's, let's start, start with you.
1: Jinx. Ah, Jinx <laughs> <Jinks> again. Uh, <laughs> so, my recommendation can have but one explanation. <laughs> you and I were just meant to be.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I finally got Maddie to watch that movie. She she loves Let It Go, but she refused to watch the movie for the longest time. That's funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It it was hilarious, but she she really liked it. So Is that your recommendation? Anyway. Oh. No. Oh. My recommendation for this week is actually the Emoji movie. What? Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I Going into this movie and coming out of this movie, I felt much like I did about Angry Birds. And that before I watched it, I was very upset that it even existed or that anybody ever wanted to make this movie. Because what kind of garbage could you possibly come up with with Angry Birds or emojis? Right. And after I watched it, I was pleasantly surprised that it, it uh, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't... Oscar worthy it wasn't it didn't change my life it you know but it was a it was a fun it's got six percent of my tomatoes. life. <laughs> I mean it was it was a, it was it was a fun hour and a half of my life it, it was interesting kind I'm of I'm curious
1: man. oh I, I watched the first five minutes and went no, <laughs> no.
0: I mean
1: <laughs> I'd rather watch Boss Baby
0: really? yeah I, I felt very similarly about Boss Baby
1: yeah, to be fair about your point as to oh this doesn't exist or shouldn't exist in the world, at least Angry Birds has like a semblance of a story.
0: It doesn't really. I mean But at just... least it's
1: about something like you're starting from absolute zero with the emoji movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they I you know, I thought they did all right. You know, the little the meh emoji gets kicked out of the phone because he wanted to be whatever emoji he wanted to be, and you're not allowed to be whatever emoji you want to be. you have to be whatever emoji you're assigned to be
1: oh yeah, we're gonna do this any ruin
0: any ruined somebody's relationship because he decided to be the wrong emoji
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah hmm.
1: yeah great
2: it's twenty nine percent by the way, if okay. I'm seeing that right hmm.
0: It definitely it I I'm not I, by any means am I saying rush out and watch this movie. Don't rush out and watch this movie. If you never watch this movie, your life will go on perfectly fine. You're not That'd missing be anything. <laughs> it I don't think it'll be better or worse or anything. It'll just it will just not, be It'll just be. Nah, I don't know. But if you got a couple hours and you're interested, you're it's not you a complete asleep? waste of time. Turn it on. I don't know. Hello. I
1: I've watched, I've watched never Bigger watch waste it, so. of
0: Time for this podcast.
1: <laughs> Adam, what do you got, buddy? If you say the Emoji <sighs> Movie, I'm going to crawl through this microphone and kick you in the face.
3: All right. So <laughs> this kick. week I decided to re-watch movie because I loved it so much. And the second time I watched it, it was even better than the second time. Geostorm. Shut
2: oh. up. <laughs> my God. Wait, wait, I'm running. No, I'm just
3: kidding. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> but I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into
2: your stomach. Are you just going to keep playing drops uh-huh. so he can't uh, okay. talk?
3: Talk to the hand. <laughs> that sounds <Good>. fine. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. All right, so the two, uh, uh, I recommend seeing both of them. Uh, the first one's going to be uh, Logan Lucky. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Saw redneck Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I haven't seen it before. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I watched it for the first time. I was like, oh, what the heck? It was on Amazon Prime. So I gave it a look. So anybody that has Amazon Prime, go see it. It's free in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really good. Um, I Yeah, it definitely is a Redneck uh, Ocean's um, Eleven. Um, so if you like that kind of heist... Uh, um show go ahead and see it it's pretty good all the parts in it are pretty good um uh i i enjoyed it it was really good so the second movie that i'm going to recommend and this is purely because it was fun and hilarious as all get out with at least who i went to the show was was game night so
2: oh you got uh, to see game night
3: yeah we did it was pretty funny we enjoyed it we laughed pretty hard um uh, and Hold it on was, uh,
2: I have a scale for you Did you go <laughs> and see Jumanji?
3: I have seen Jumanji So yes.
2: on the funny scale How is it compared they're, to Jumanji?
3: Well well, they're different funnies Right So um, I would say just as funny as Jumanji Just kind of different kind of funny so,
1: It's more of a raunchy comedy isn't it?
3: Uh, it's not too raunchy It's not that bad Oh okay I mean, there's. I mean, there's things in it. It's not like raunchy. I, I mean, well, it's not. I'm PG thirteen. No, no, it's not PG thirteen. But um, it's. I guess, and I. I know I use this word a lot, but like campy, raunchy. It's not like really bad. It's not like uh, like uh, what's that? Never stop. Never uh, pop star. Never yeah. stop. Never stopping.
0: Okay.
3: It's not like that. I'm sure. So, but it's. Uh, um, it, it was pretty good. Just watch it. It's fun. I mean, don't go expecting to see amazing stuff, but uh, you see some things coming. You're like, yeah, expected that. Then there's even a couple to us. You're like, oh, that's refreshing. Okay. Uh, but it's really mm-hmm. it's funny. So go into it just expecting to laugh and don't expect anything else. You'll thoroughly enjoy game night. Okay. Yeah, I'm planning on going huh. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can, man, get out and see Geostorm, man. That crap's awesome. Oh,
2: you. Delete son of a- Geostorm
1: from your memory. <laughs> Don't watch it. I feel sorry for Gerard I tried Butler. to do a drop
2: for you. That was my impression. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, what do you got, Shannon?
2: Oh, let's see. So this week on Hallmark.
1: You son of a bitch.
2: For me? I'm just, for pre-empti- I'm just oh.
1: preempting it because you said Hallmark.
2: Yeah, so this week on Hallmark, I watched Darrow and Darrow, a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. It's this cute little.
1: It's got a lot of Story. people in it.
2: Yeah, it's got a lot of people in it, but it is a murder mystery court drama. So it reminded me of the show Matlock. And I enjoyed it. So
1: Hold on. <laughs> you used to watch Matlock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who did not watch Matlock?
1: People my age.
2: Well, my I would we go over to my grandmother's house enough. and she'd we be watched, watching it and I'd watch much. it with her.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fart? Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh huh. What? Are are you making fun of Matlock?
1: Yeah. So it's got Kimberly uh,
2: Paisley, William Williams
1: Paisley. Paisley, Wendy Malick, Tom Cavanaugh. Who else is in it?
2: I don't know. No, that to me that was it. Yeah. So, like I said, it's this cute courtroom drama, which reminded me of Matlock. You know how Matlock, there's always like a side story of their life. Great. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> if it's on the Hallmark Channel, watch it. It was cute. I think it came out before Christmas.
1: It came out September?
2: So, my other recommendation is a movie that Joe and I went and saw called Annihilation.
3: Ooh, I'm looking forward to this
1: one, I think. Mm.
2: I am trying my best to write a review for it. It is just one of It's those... almost
1: unreviewable. Yeah. Really? It's Kind of. It doesn't fit into any one genre but it is, like it is super hard sci-fi very i mean it is
2: it was hard for me to watch even because i'm not a horror person
1: there's elements of horror
2: and it was like i had to close my eyes and put my hands over my eyes just so i wouldn't watch oh, she i was, was terrified out.
1: but it's 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 one of those movies where it's shot beautifully directed wonderfully acted oh, yeah. absolutely fantastically by some of our finest actors. Natalie Portman. Um, It's edited well. It's set up. The whole story structure is really good, but it's not a movie I'll I'll probably ever see again.
2: True. Kind of remind me of that. What's that movie you said I... is not similar to it? The one with the spaceship? Oh, Arrival. Arrival. Arrival I watched
1: over and over again, though, so I don't know.
2: So, to me, it's somewhat in the same category, but not. This one's more horror. If you like horror, you might like this. Because I was terrified. I'm surprised my pants weren't wet. I was that scared.
1: <laughs> so, like, the writer-director is this guy named Alex Garland, and he did this movie called Ex Machina, and that movie is absolutely fantastic from top to bottom. Um, Oscar Isaac, Dom Hall Gleason, Alicia Vikander, and it's... Is that the
3: robot, the AI robot one?
1: Yes, it, it's super thoughtful, and it's a, the, about the nature of humanity and all this bull crap and... He takes all that same stuff to this movie, except he, like, jacks it up to 5,000, and he pushes the boundaries of science and what what is actually feasible for fiction, for science fiction, and I think this is, like, one of those things that is plausible. Yeah. You know, there's plausibility behind the science fiction, and it's to the extent that, like, people who are watching Star Trek in the 70s are going, like, oh, handheld wireless communicators? That'll never happen. You know what I mean? Now we're using something 10 million times yeah. more advanced every day. This isn't something that we... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, Shannon. Like, we'll probably never see it in our lifetime, but... You don't know. Yeah.
2: It really... And if it ever did happen, you probably would never hear about it.
1: It's just a plausibility. I'm not talking about like a, the fact that the inciting incident... I don't want to spoil anything um, that creates this shimmer on this world. That That might not never happen, but the the thing that's happening inside the shimmer with like oh right crossbreeding dna and stuff we'll probably be able to see in our lifetime
2: and that's the part of the movie i enjoyed the science behind it was very true and well thought out cuz i kind of hate it when they take something and they skew it so badly
1: yeah and like it makes flying it in space
2: or talking or sound you know all that stuff but yeah. you know star wars mastered it so right anyways so yeah that's a recommendation i have for this week i also saw the greatest showman and ugh, everyone needs to see this
0: mm-hmm. it is
2: my top favorite musical now which i'll probably be singing and singing or hearing and listening to so i'm sure joe's gonna be happy because he's been dying to listen to it and i told him no yeah. until i, I won't
1: listen to that with you i
2: didn't want it to ruin the movie yep so anyways those are my recommendations. Mr. Joe, what do you have?
1: I'm going to skip over a few of mine and just say... I think you should probably go see Annihilation. Okay. Right? Do you agree?
2: Yeah. You can wait till it comes out on...
1: I don't think so. I think you got to see this on the big screen.
2: That's true. There are a lot of scenes and Beyond music- anything
1: else, beyond anything, I think it's just very cinematic. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? It is. So, you want to see that in the cinema? Yes. I don't know.
2: It is one that... Yes, I'd have to watch it in the theater.
1: Um, you know what? I'll just hit these other two really quick. Uh, for school this week, I had to watch The American President, Rob Reiner movie with Michael Douglas and Annette Benning. It's super cute if you've never seen it. I recommend you see that. And I also had to watch the Jimmy Stewart classic, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Um, great movie. So see those. But the thing I really want to recommend is the back six episodes for The Tick were released on Amazon um, oh, a few good? days ago. And, uh, so they've got the full complete first season up and it is delightful. I loved every second of it. So go go watch the tick on Amazon prime. So there we go, guys. You all know what time it is, right? Yes, we do. My
0: favorite time. No, it is time for Shannon's impression corner.
1: Uh, but it's not time for Shannon's impression corner because Shannon had to go. So
3: she she
1: got her recommendations in and you know what? We loved them.
3: Yes,
1: so we did. So we're going to get onto Universal Soldier and bust us out. I don't have a ton of notes for it. I don't know where you guys uh, stand on it. So I'm sure this is going to be a pretty short episode. So let's get into it, guys. You ready to get into Universal Soldier from 1992? Absolutely. Let's, let's do this. The game is the same, ladies and gents. Rotten Tomatoes score without going over. What do you think the critics thought of Universal Soldier? I'm gonna go
0: solid twenty-five percent. Solid
1: twenty-five. I'm
3: gonna go a solid forty-one.
1: Well, Adam, you are continuing your streak, buddy. You lose. It is exactly twenty-five percent <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Twenty-five. Oh wow! And I think that's a little harsh, but you know, we're moving on. Yeah,
0: we're moving on. Box office.
1: Fair. Box office for Universal Soldier. I'll tell you this, it had a budget of $23 million. I believe oh, 20, uh, 20 million of it was on their fancy RV.
0: Right? At <laughs> least.
1: <laughs> oh, man. What do you think it made in the BO? Oh, um, cause
3: it, it's I'm going
0: to say $40 million.
1: Mm. Oh, way more than that. I'm going to say 80 No, oh, way more than that. You're both wrong. You both overbid. 36 oh, wow. million It was a what? it was an atrocious flop. Yeah. <laughs>
3: was, oh yeah. It was a horrible film.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it did not do well in the box office, guys. Uh, but I mean, it's got some pedigree to it. Well, it is, got
3: promoted like crazy.
1: Y- you know, I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, because it, it's yeah, I don't it know, did. It's Van Damme. his zenith, right? It's right. Dolph in It probably his zenith. It's Roland Emmerich and on the rise, um,
0: which who was that? Which one the was that? Director,
1: director. Oh, okay. So and you know it's a who produced it? Mario Kasser. and he did you know movies like T two. So I mean, there's oh it
3: was, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, I remember them pushing this like
1: crazy. So let's look at Roland Emmerich. He you know you know his movies you know Independence Day, movies like that. Oh
0: okay, yeah, all right.
1: So, like, in 92's Universal Soldier, he's still on the rise. And I think his maybe his best movie is Stargate, came in 94, then Independence Day in 96. I know you think I'm stupid for saying Stargate's better than Independence Day, but that's just me.
0: I don't know that I've ever seen Stargate. Oh, it's
1: wonderful. But James, I really liked It's got James Day. Spader and Kurt Russell. I mean, James oh, Spader and yeah, Kurt Russell. There you go. You
0: can't go wrong there.
1: No. Enough said. He also went on did, like, he became the disaster man. So, The Day After Tomorrow 2012. Right. Mm. White House Down.
3: That's
0: which a was bummer for him. Not
1: good.
3: So. Well, it, it, those movies got a big cult following, though. Why, why nobody's ever going to take it seriously in the realm of cinema and, like, Oscars. Um, people will always watch the disaster movies. For I sure.
1: There's yeah. something, like, uh, like, perverted almost about it. Like, ooh, I want to watch everything to be destroyed. So, well, no. no, this movie uh, no. is is what it is. I don't. I, this is Van Damme at his height, but I don't think he's very good in this movie.
0: I don't think he had much to do in this movie. Yeah, like, they, di- they
1: well, didn't give him very I, much action.
0: No, I mean, well, they, what we want to see out of JCVD is the the kicking and the fighting and the sure. the punchy punches and I that wanna, didn't like, really you know, happen.
3: Go ahead, Adam. No, what's really weird about this, and you know, I think we've just come to uh, expect from Jean Claude what we have throughout the years, Mm -hmm. and he was actually like an awkward cyborg kind of robot. Like he doesn't have the facial and the mannerism chops to like successfully pull this off at that point in time. Maybe not. It's kind of crazy. Which is kind of crazy because today, during his Jean Claude Van Johnson days, the guy could like. Man, he can. He does really well at like altering that and, and playing himself, that role, right. But <laughs> but this one, I was like, well, which is weird is, in uh, this one, I was like, man, he just he doesn't have. I didn't think you needed that much to like act like a robot or like not a robot, like a but a empty. cyborg. Empty. He doesn't have it. He just doesn't in this film.
1: So. Oh, Dolph Lundgren gets to choose some freaking scenery, though.
0: Oh, he chose some scenery, and I was actually pretty impressed with. Uh, I'm going to say his accent, even though there wasn't okay. much of an accent. This
1: has to be talked about, right? Right. Um, you can say whatever you want about the dude. He's like a legitimate genius. Like he's a doctor, yeah, yeah. of like physics or some bullcrap. Right? crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to think about when he did Masters of the Universe, while he was shooting it, he couldn't speak any English.
0: Right, he, he couldn't speak any e- English.
1: You could barely English understand what later. you're saying. Yeah, right. So, I mean, that was what and that 1987. Was
0: 1987.
1: So he's gone so a long in, way
0: in five short years. He he just sounds like a normal American dude. No, I wouldn't say it's that. Pretty normal. impressive. No, but but like I mean, still.
1: Can... Not only that, his he acting sounds, got better.
3: He sounds more American than Jean-Claude, jean Damme Dam or Arnold Schwarzenegger, for sure. Well, for yeah. sure, yeah, and yeah. I mean, even <laughs> Sylvester Stallone
1: at times. But a, <laughs> a movie dummies uh, uh, special, Showdown in Little Tokyo, was only one year <laughs> prior to this, and if you just look at his acting in that movie compared to this movie, he's grown a lot. Oh,
0: quite right. a bit, yeah. So, Showdown I mean, in Little Tokyo was scary. Whatever you want to say about, about
1: the dude is is probably valid, right? He's not the greatest. He's he looks like a big old dumb oaf. Uh he killed Apollo Creed, so he's the worst human being ever. You know, you say what you want.
3: <laughs> God I, I killed I,
1: America. <laughs> I give him a lot of credit. Plus he's like legit a legit kickboxer or something like that, so mm-hmm. like actually like tournament fighting, not like Van Damme where he just does it for fun. Really? <laughs> yeah. So there is So that.
0: who do you think would win in a legit fight?
1: You know I, I went on a YouTube indulge? hole after watching Universal Soldier and I watched Jean-Claude Van Damme like sparring with UFC guys and mm-hmm. he legit can kick really fast. So like yeah, yeah. legit his foot's in their face before they can react and these guys fight for a living. So that being said, I think he's probably got a glass jaw. Um I think if he took one on the face, he'd probably be like, "I don't want to do this." <laughs> <laughs> But that's I, just my, I,
0: I think it. I think it would be a crazy even match. Like, JCVD hmm. is super. I don't quick know, man. And Dolph Lundgren speedy. is a
1: giant man.
0: Dolph Lundgren yeah, is a boy. giant lumbering well, man. You hear about
3: that, that, that big old thing between Steven Seagal and Jean claude Van Damme for years.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, JCVD would kill Steven Did Seagal. You say that.
1: Hmm? I don't know. Who yeah, I cares? Don't know. I just hope Steven uh, Seagal gets hit by a truck.
0: I'm sorry. Is there anybody that Steven Seagal would actually beat up? He's John legit Club good in? at
1: fighting, but like he's just he's so arrogant, I don't want him to win.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I mean, it never occurred to me that he was legit good at fighting.
1: Yeah, yeah he's a
3: legit master of Aikido. So,
1: well, master is a a sliding scale. He says he's a master. There's no like, I guess there's no paper evidence that he actually ever achieved any sort of rank. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Back to Universal Soldier, though. Right. Uh, the beginning of this movie is intense. Dolph Lundgren's acting at the beginning is actually quite good, and I think that Van Damme got so jealous of him that he stabbed him in the stomach with his bayonet. <laughs> <laughs> that, ah, right. It was, was a real shot. It wasn't like special effects. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I agree. It was. It was actually quite refreshing to see Dolph doing something really good.
1: Did you ever see this movie before, Angela? I know Adam. Has. No,
0: no, what, I have never seen this. What movie What did you before. think
1: about them killing each other in the first five minutes of the movie?
0: I thought it was definitely uh, weird. I, I was, I was, I was thrown off balance because you know, obviously these are the stars of the film. Yeah, and they like, killed each well, other in the first five what? minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what? Huh?
1: What? Yeah, didn't make much and sense, did it?
0: Not no, not until later. Not until the next five minutes in which it all
1: was explained, but Well, unceremoniously then, they kinda just show you them. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no like ramp up, it's like all of a sudden they're there with no explanation. It's weird.
0: Yeah, but they got the thing over their eyes, so oh, obviously okay. they're
1: super soldiers. Perfect well, today they're they Unisols. That during the rolling-
3: I mean, today they do that during the rolling credits, right? They'd show all the paperwork and the time changes and yeah, the experiments and the, the the vials and all that other crap.
1: Fantastic! But, that told me nothing about what happened to Jean-Claude Van Damme or why he's been reanimated.
3: No, no, I'm saying usually today that's what oh, they would okay. do.
1: And yeah. also, did they ever mention like, what year it was? It was. I mean, uh, they, I mean, they kept
0: saying 25 years. Like the, all I heard was uh, Vietnam yeah. War ended twenty five years ago. So presumably it's present day. So nineteen ninety
1: two. Well, twenty five years from end of Vietnam, Vietnam ended what, seventy-four? Yeah. So it'd so be 99? Ninety
0: four? Ninety
1: nine? I don't know. So they're only going seven years in the future and we have the like it can't be that far in the future. They're still driving nineteen eighty nine cutlass supremes. Right. You know?
0: I I, I don't know. I, I guess I just got the impression that it was present day, but
1: yeah, that's kind of what I felt like, too. It's like a future movie that isn't in the future. Right. Like yeah, I would say definitely
0: The course. government has secretly been, has this technology to
1: do yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably what it is, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Alex Jones knows. Yep,
0: as well as Jesse Ventura.
1: I know everything!
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man.
0: Bill Cooper will tell you all about it. Um but yeah i the chick i was uh i was excited to see the chick
1: uh, i didn't recognize I'm, her from anything she, Allie, Allie something yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: she played uh one of the most hated characters on television hmm, perfect in the show uh sons of anarchy Allie And i actually and i Walker. couldn't. I I couldn't place her for the longest time because obviously Sons of Anarchy just, you know, it's
1: not that old.
0: It's not that old. So she's, you know, I'm used to seeing her in her forties slash fifties, maybe. So I I couldn't place her, couldn't place her, couldn't place her, and my husband and I were watching it and he's just like Wow. She kinda looks like she kinda reminds me of Agent Stahl. I'm like, (gasps) oh, That's it. And I looked it up to confirm. But yeah, it's Agent Stahl. I hate she, her.
1: You know what's sad? She's on three shows I watch. <laughs> <laughs> Colony, uh, Ghosted, and she was on Longmire. So it's like...
0: Oh mm, yeah, Longmire. She was the doctor. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. She's right in my wheelhouse. I don't know why I didn't recognize her. Oh well. Shows you how much I pay attention to weird blonde ladies. She's not she's, good in this she movie. Blends, she blends in too well. She's not she's good in this movie. She's not
0: good in this movie, no. Her acting. Smokes those on misties, way.
1: though. Ugh. Yeah, those misties. <laughs> Smoking is bad for you. Right. The surgeon general You're... says you should probably shove them in your butthole.
0: <laughs> your Van Dam sounds exactly like your Schwarzenegger.
1: <laughs> right. I was it, you know, <laughs> they're in the same neighborhood. Brussels, they is are, Austria. Right? <laughs> Yeah. Russells, Russells, yeah. So, like, the story's kind of chopped up. Van-, Van Damme keeps having these memory flashbacks of his last moments alive, which they set up as being like, the. Do- it's so clunky. The doctor's like, yeah, that's kind of where they live. That's why we have to keep them, you know, doped up on this special medicine or else they're just going to, like, basically be stuck in that moment forever. And Jean-Claude wants to go home and, um, what's his face, Dolph Lundgren wants to be a murderous a-hole so that's pretty much what we're with right why wouldn't you just like you know um, reanimate people who died in their sleep then right or something
0: (laughs) I I, I mean why wouldn't you reanimate people who just in general didn't die a horrific death and right while in the worst circumstances of anybody's life
1: but Lumiere says you know that's just not how we do things Lumiere. Jerry oh, Orbach. Jeffrey
0: or Jerry, or- Jerry, or- Jerry Orbach. Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, oh, "It's Doctor Houseman."
1: Yeah, I just think of him <laughs> as Lumiere. Oh man.
0: Oh man. Yeah, it was. It was really weird that they really buried that lead. Yeah, in, in that they don't tell you what the heck is going on until an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. Sure, it's, and even then, just...
1: they don't really even tell you.
0: No, right. but they give you a semblance of an explanation, but it's... Oh, I'm, that's it's what I want. After you've already <laughs> after you've already committed an hour of that your that life. Right
1: there. You know what I really loved? The, my favorite part in this whole movie, this whole thing, right? Um, blonde lady goes, and she's like sneaking on a military base, like, this isn't going to go bad, and right. the dead dude <laughs> is still alive, and like looks at her and sits up, and she's like, "Ooh!" and she runs away, and she's yelling at Huey to get the car running. And Huey drives forty feet, if that, and flips the car.
0: Right, <laughs> not and only there, flips and it
1: up a ramp. It's like,
0: <laughs> and it's like wide open everywhere oh, yeah, yeah. else. There, for hundreds of yards, it's just wide you open. He just had to turn he goes Right up that ramp, right? He just goes right up the ramp.
1: I would say he needs to go back to Driver's Ed, but he gets immediately murdered by uh, (laughs) Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, he does,
1: and And it triggers uh, Jean Claude, Jean Claude, to save her. And one of the few times, though, Jean Claude's Frenchness is like explained. I get what his accent, even though he's from Louisiana his parents are French. They're immigrants and he lives in Louisiana. Oh, and his name okay. is Luke Devereux, So, I mean, at least that makes sense. He's not like, what was he in Universal, or not Universal, or Time Cop. His name was like John Smith or some bullcrap. It was, <laughs> you know. Like Walker Texas Ranger or something. <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, you're right. It's, uh, it is Walker. Yeah, it's something Walker. I can't remember the first name. But it's always ridiculous. It the most tenuous of strings between, like, why he talks like he does, and I think the other one that was uh, explained very well was when he was Chance Boudreaux in Hard Target, my favorite Van Damme movie of all time. Chance Boudreaux. Yeah. So, like, yep. Luke Devereaux, and he comes back later in Universal Soldier movies in a few of them, I think. Yeah, I think
3: or Three or four Universal Soldier movies.
1: So, like, let's see. Uh, let's go all the I'm way I'm sorry, did again.
0: you call him Lance Devereaux? Chance. Chance? Mm-hmm. From Hard
1: Target. Into Hard no. Target.
0: Oh. oh, okay.
1: So I let's see, he's Frank Dukes lost. in Bloodsport. He's Andre in Black Eagle. Gibson Rickenbacker in Cyborg. Kurt <laughs> Sloan in Kickboxer. <laughs> his name's Lion in Lionheart. Lewis Burke in Death <laughs> Warrant. Alex and Chad Wagner in Double Impact. Uh Finally, he's Luke Devereaux in Universal Soldier. So it took a while for his accent to make sense. <laughs> right. And then Poor you go Jean. all the way to Street Fighter where he's a U.S. colonel, Guile, and <laughs> he still talks <laughs> like this. You know, it's like, okay. Uh, oh, goodness sakes. I do love how he's leaned into it in the later years, though. It,
3: oh, for sure.
1: It makes me happy. Right. So, where are we at, guys? Uh, Bullcrap happens. Uh, he's, keeps he keeps having these mental either, breakdowns. Either.
3: They start getting on the run.
1: Oh, yeah. He pushes a car thirty miles an hour.
0: Yep. Yeah, he pushed a car thirty miles an hour. That was that was pretty sweet.
3: I can push at twenty five, so it just makes downhill.
0: (laughs) 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 So we're coming up to my favorite part of the movie. Where he's nude but still wearing socks? Um, where he's nude but still wearing socks outside, and the hotel manager oh, yeah. calls his mother over to the window, <laughs> and then gives her a disparaging look when she's all like,
1: "Yeah." Well, no, she. He says you should be ashamed of yourself. Like he called her over there,
0: exactly. Like get, get out of here, dude. You kind of double her standard is what that did you expect to happen?
1: Freaking Indian giver. <laughs> You can't ask uh, her to no. check out a tasty treat and then, you know, shame her for liking it. Right?
3: Exactly. A
1: tasty treat. And it wouldn't be <laughs> a Van like, Damme movie in the early 90s, late 80s without his buns, right? You gotta have absolutely. them buns.
0: Gotta have them buns. And it, it was, they were just
1: glistening. Was it, was do you think it's his most cont- proud feature of his body? I think it must be. Oh, yeah.
3: He purposely, like, just uh, center stages that crap all the time.
1: Are, you know, they've talked about this heavily on how did this get made, but, like, are you into buns, Angela? No. Like, is buns something you want to see? Not really, no. I, didn't, I don't know.
0: I, I I mean, no, no. It, it, it does nothing for me. But I do, I have met women who have been like, oh, look at the butt on that guy. You know? Okay. It,
1: it, so they love there Van Dam movies? <laughs>
0: yeah, there are women who appreciate a nice set of buns. And I and I will say objectively, he does have a nice set of bonds. I just eh, doesn't That's, really just do much like, for
1: me. Ow! You're not going to start cat calling him? No, no, okay. no, no. Oh man, the movie—it's like it gets into these weird places where he's you know he's naked with his socks on, or Dolph goes flying through the windshield, and she makes a stupid remark. Oh, he should have buckled up, you know? But right, it's not that bad. It's it's in this weird land of, like, remember when we did Major League in an episode no one will ever hear? It's... There's, <laughs> right. there's nothing it's, to talk it's about. In this, it's
3: in this realm of acceptable, right? Sure,
1: but not, not like... I don't know, does it do anything, like, laughably bad? Um, I thought Besides it was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I mean, I thought it was ridiculous that they escaped from the motel by crawling into bed with the couple. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Then
3: all of a sudden, sudden, like, the gun just comes from underneath the covers. Like,
1: Yep, that's a fair estimate. Why, like, don't notice the giant lump at the foot of the bed of the size of two grown adults?
0: But to be fair, I didn't. I did not realize they were in that bed until... They they,
3: they weren't there, and then the the camera shot shows a lot higher. You don't ever see where yeah.
1: they're at. Okay. All right. Because when it shows it earlier, when they're just like, you know, the chicks holding the blanket up to her tatties and the guys like looking all crazy while they're walking by, they show <laughs> the bed and it's flat. There'd be a giant hump there of two <laughs> adults curled up. You would think, Christ. Just... And then they just sneak <laughs> away out of the hotel when there's, I don't know, six universal Unisols there. Nope. What I,
3: what I love what I love is like they have technology to track them to room one room two room three room four but when they leave the hotel they're like what's going on where did he go oh no the dude left <laughs> his definitely. station
0: yeah the dude left his station because they were they he knew they knew where he
1: was they had him cornered
3: mm-hmm. well he goes back to the station right before the bed scene
1: so no because he's still sitting there talking to him and when they're, they're, like, like, they're on the move get back to your station Garth because his name was Garth. <laughs> no, they walk.
3: They walk in the room, and they're not there. They say they're on the move, and so he says, "Go back to your station." He goes walk back, and the next thing you see is the gun coming out of the covers, and he says, "Give me the keys."
1: I think he got that mixed up, but we'll have to watch that again to make sure. Oh. Right.
0: I will probably not ever watch this movie again. But I think I think Adam's <laughs> I right. But then, but then immediately after that, like he's getting in the car, and then it, or they're running out to the car, and then it cuts to. He's like, oh, they're on the move. They're on the move. They're out. They're, they're leaving. You know, like, Garth gets back to his station and notifies them that they're leaving. I mean, he knew, they knew what car they left in. They just couldn't get to it in time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was, that that was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> then
1: we get to go to the diner where Jean-Claude eats enough for 75 million people.
0: And then has a fight
1: scene that's laughable. It's ridiculous.
0: I mean, (laughs) if you're you're in a diner, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, this diner is only
1: populated by former bodybuilders (laughs) and people who dig ditches for a living because these guys are all jacked.
0: Sure, but regardless of how jacked you are, you watch a dude calmly and that easily take down. Another jack dude. Are you really gonna go? Are you just gonna be like, "I'm good." I think so. I think they would. You eat your you eat your lunch. I'm I'm okay.
3: I see one dude like single handedly destroy somebody who I think is a formidable foe. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna stand back here and watch this unfold, man."
1: Right. There's a herd mentality with men, though, that is hard to comprehend. I guess
3: dude like totally annihilate you with like one punch and you're trying your hardest, I'd be like,
1: Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, but if you're <laughs> kinda of stupid, you might be arrogant enough to think, well, well that won't be me. And like the dude with the beard, Jean Claude grabs him by the throat and like slams him on the table, and then he comes back for seconds and Van Damme grabs him by the throat again. He's like The same move <laughs> Right Oh, strike two, idiot Do not come back for three Yeah,
0: that was uh it it was A pretty ridiculous fight. Meanwhile, she's out. Blonde lady's out in the outside trying to get a hold of the doctor person because they know that the doctor has the answers.
1: Yeah. Jerry Orbach is the doctor who started it all and his answers kind of suck. His answers suck. They don't really help the situation. They only further muddy the waters. I think that I don't know, maybe there's a writer's strike going on when they wrote this thing.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, we learned that he is a universal soldier, that universal soldiers are, that they were, they're reanimated dead people.
1: Blah, blah, blah. They had cellular regeneration going on because they hyperdrive their system. That's why they run hot like an automobile. And they have to be cooled down in freezing temperatures that would destroy their skin. But no one cares about any of that. Um... (laughs) The problem I have with it, though, is it doesn't, like, the whole issue of their mentality being stuck, so, like, is Van Damme, because he said he's going to stroke out eventually, too, so is Van Damme eventually just, like, is he going to be stuck in this, like, feeling he wants to go home for the rest of his, however long he lives? 'Cause that's kinda of what he despite said. Despite
0: the fa- despite the fact that he goes home. Right. Like what? even when he is home, is he still gonna feel like he needs to go home? Yeah,
1: I mean, is he gonna be sitting in his home thinking he could never leave and then just finally kill himself because like I don't know what to do now? Like, I don't understand. No, because they're sequels. Sure. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll watch the sequels and I will get back to you guys as to how do they explain that bull crap, so
0: I mean, my my question is if they're stuck in the moment of death. Are they even really alive?
1: Yeah, there's a there. You know, Van Dam even says, "I'm not even alive." So it's, there's an argument to be made there that you know, what is life? What is death? Are they just a shell of their former self? Who knows?
3: Weird.
0: Zombie. I'm going with zombie.
1: Okay, that sounds good. Okay. Zombie with so the, Dolph the Lundgren buns is... you've ever seen.
0: <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is the true zombie in this tale.
1: Oh, he's evil and as hell.
0: He is pretty freaking ridiculous. And he has a buddy that just eats raw meat yeah. in the middle of a grocery store, and that's really yeah. gross. Yeah, and it he doesn't keeps, seem like they eat food. He, he keeps using really offensive um, Asian racial slurs, even though no one around him is Asian. It's, it's, well, no, it's he's, remarkable.
1: He th- you know, You know what that's about.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, but still, it's... it's and I like, won't
1: disparage a guy for that who was in, you know, I, he's really in Vietnam, and that's...
0: Sure, you know but what I mean? he can look around him and see that nobody actually... that everybody around him is white.
1: Nobody's stuck. Right,
3: but, but he's stuck in that reanimation face. He's stuck yeah. in that feeling in Vietnam. That's the issue. He had a everybody, mental break in... Everybody's... A, everybody around him is a traitor.
1: Sure. A traitorous you know? gook, as he would say. Right. So, like... Yeah, not only did he have a severe mental break before he died, like he absolutely became a psychopath. Maybe he was already well on his way there before he joined the war. Um, that that continued to spiral out of control as he got his memories back. So like being stuck in that I death mean, it, loop, it's not good. I for mean,
0: him. it showed. I mean, it showed even when he was all zombified, like during the first mission. Oh yeah, they they killed a guy and he like stomped on his face after, after he was already dead, dead yeah. and.
1: I think the and big the one guy, guy, guy likes was this like stuff.
0: Yeah, he's like, I think he's starting to like this. Yeah, he's starting to become a freaking psycho.
1: Yeah. That's
0: not a good thing. You do not want a psychotic
1: well, his break from reality is severe. Right. Murdered a whole town, you know, in Vietnam, and now he's he probably had the body counts a lot higher. Made a necklace. Yeah.
0: He made a necklace of ears.
1: Which he, he has <laughs> a couple this good one liners with. Especially his-
0: with ears.
1: His necklace of ears he has a couple good one liners with. He can't hear you. I'm all ears. <laughs> you know, it's all good fun.
0: Oh, it was so creepy when he's holding uh ancient Stall and he's just like,
1: You've got some really nice ears. I'm
0: like uh, ew.
1: Yeah, it must be his thing. Yeah, I guess. All serial killers have it. That's true. So let's talk about the final fight between Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. They get to okay. Van Damme's home farm, home house. His parents aren't that weirded out that he's still 25 years old, even though it's been 25 more years. Um, it's kind of cool they're both still um, alive, too.
0: I, I think it's weirder that they're not weirded out by the fact that their dead son is standing in their living room. I'm sure yeah. that they were notified that their son was mur- was. Had died in the war. Yeah, you know? but
1: obviously that's weird. But I think they should be more weirded out by the fact that he looks exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, maybe he's a ghost. <laughs> 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 With his blonde friend. <laughs> uh, but, like, the fight... So, this is a time period in movies, all the way up until, I think, John Wick, where fighting was never really all that realistic. No,
0: it's you know. not even remotely realistic. If especially if, if
1: you're talking like
3: Western um, movies, right? Because I mean, there's plenty of, you know, you get in the Jackie Chan, Jet Li, category. Well, yeah, but those aren't realistic John, either. But
1: they're real, unrealistic for different reasons. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, but they're they I would give you this. They're like Rumble in the Bronx is way more fun to watch than this. Right. Yeah, yeah, Van Damme's signature one-at-a-time fighting style makes sense in a movie like, you know, Kickboxer where he has to fight people one at a time, but, like, you know, they even mention it in Jean-Claude Van Johnson, you know, and they make a very right. funny joke about it. No, 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 one at a time, but you get confused and bump into each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious, and I loved every second of it, but, like, it's fine because it's just him and Dolph, but I think they can both do better work than this.
0: Mm. I just, I actually found the, I don't know, I found it really unrealistic in that, you know, if a if a regular dude just took a beating, like from, like Jean-Claude did from Dolph at the beginning of this fight, he'd just be
1: dead. I mean, well, yeah. But he's not a regular dude. He's a Unisol.
0: I guess, but even so, I mean, he hasn't been taking the juice. He hasn't been, oh, you know, they both the have juice. got... Yeah, at the, the end, but at the end, but not not at the beginning of this fight. And, you know, I I would imagine they both should have overheated long before the yeah, end right. of this yeah, fight. Especially
1: Dolph, because you don't really ever see him. You know, he isn't as meticulous cool about cooling off as Van Damme <sighs> was during the movie. But right. I don't know. So
0: I, I don't know. I, I I found it to be lacking in anything well, yeah, super I just... exciting.
1: These guys are both, you know, decent on-screen fighters. I would like to have seen...
0: A decent on-screen fight. Yeah,
1: more. Like, if you watch Hard Target, it's bananas. There's so much crazy... He's doing, like, gymnast flips. <laughs> it's, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense. But it's it's fun. And I love, I love that movie so much. It hurts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the biggest downfall here is that, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme at this point... In, in the fight and then the movie, he's kind of run down. You know, he sure. hasn't had his he hasn't had his well, super serum. He isn't is run any down of when there's stuff.
1: fire bla- blazing behind him. <laughs> 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 Whenever that happens, the fire is also burning inside him, and he's ready to go. Right? Yeah,
0: but it it makes for a lackluster fight. You know, he he doesn't have any energy, so it's just kind of like Ugh. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's kind of weak. Ugh. but it's weak sauce. It's like, uh, and the camera on. is pulled out though, and he's actually doing the moves, which is nice. Um yeah. looking at you, Black Panther. But like <laughs> I you know, he's done better.
0: He can do better. You know. Dolph though, well, the, yeah, Dolph I, is just he is just mowing the scenery and oh. just having so much fun during this fight, and I he was he was fun to watch.
1: But it's not really their fault either, it's the filmmaker. Yeah. The fight coordinator, whoever whoever set up these shots, you know, give me more.
0: Give me more. Give me more.
1: You know, I don't know. would Be fun to see a you know, what what Jean-Claude Van Damme could have done in, you know, like an environment like today.
0: Oh my goodness. That would be magical.
1: Would you like to see Jean Wick? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Oh my gosh! Would someone please make that trailer, <laughs> please? <laughs> please cut together Jean Claude Van Damme and make it Jean Wick.
0: <laughs> so, so they're fighting. They're fighting. Uh, Jean Jean just keeps losing, losing, losing. Then he yeah, gets he- the, the he gets the go go juice from Dolph, and then he kills Dolph. Except, oh, Dolph's not dead because. he's a zombie he can't (laughs) die
1: well until what is that a a combine
0: it's like a combine or a wood chipper or something
3: i'm not really sure but i used to work on a farm i think it's a raker it's a a raker a hail it's not like it's different it's not like a actual like hay raker but it's kind of a flipper okay so
1: i think Anyway. When
0: he's all like spiked on it and stuff, and then right. everybody's like, Oh, he's dead. I'm like, dude, chop off his head or something. He's a zombie. Oh, he's going he, to come back. He
1: does better than that. First yeah. he breaks his arm, but like in today's movie universe, you would have seen him be eviscerated, and that would have been cool.
0: Yeah, that would have been cool.
1: But you know, you and, get the uh, the chunks of beef flying out of the shoot the of the yeah. whatever it was.
0: So. Yeah, that was fun. Um Agent Stahl got Blown up with a right. grenade, but oh, she's
1: she's magically she's okay. okay.
0: Yeah, it makes me think that, that that Vietnamese
1: chick at the very beginning of the movie was okay too.
0: Maybe, probably.
1: She woke up twenty minutes later and was like, <laughs> "I am for, so out of here." Except for
3: <laughs> except for in the beginning, that Vietnamese chick is missing an arm after the explosion. Yeah. Oh yikes. <laughs>
0: While that scene was happening, I was like, "She's running the wrong way." Jason's like, "What are you talking about?" Or no, Jason's like, "Yeah, I know. She could have run anywhere, and she just runs in a straight line away from him." And I'm like, "No, she should have run. She should have run towards him. He's not going to just drop it at its feet."
1: (laughs) Well, he's also an insane, deadly marine or army dude. I don't know. That's true.
0: Army. I just think it'd be yeah, hilarious be... if
1: she woke up and she's just like, these two dildos just killed each other. I am gone.
0: <laughs> right, I am out of here. After she Ace. kicked
1: Dolph Lundgren in the crotch 47 times.
0: Yeah, that was fun.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. <sighs> That's, it. That's the movie, and like, it's, as we kind of said, it's not... It held up better it's... than I thought it would, I'll say that.
0: Not having ever seen it, I was not surprised by what I did see.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: But I didn't have, I didn't have high expectations for it either. I mean, it's the yep. Lundgren and Jean-Claude Van Damme in 1992. Yeah, I,
1: th- I think you have to temper your expectations when you're looking right. at those, everybody involved, Roland Emmerich. I mean, but like, at the same time, it's been 25 years since I've seen this movie, and I, I remember liking it, but I also never watched it again. So hmm. there is that. I don't know. Adam, what do you think, bud? Does it hold up, do
3: you think? Yeah, I mean, a whole I mean, you got to remember too. I mean, we're 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 so spoiled today. I mean, yeah. something like Universal Soldier Universal Soldier was a big project, man. And it was probably one of only like 10 or 11 that a movie theater would do a year, right? Sure. I mean, if they had their fingers on multiple pies. I mean, today though, I mean, we're so spoiled. I mean, we got Amazon kicking out
1: originals, Netflix. Oh and, yeah, there's well, television. Most television has better special effects than this movie. Holds up, I think it. I think if you would strip away all the stuff we have today, I think it holds up fairly well, right? I mean, um, well, I don't you think can look at something and, and respect it for what it was for its time, right?
3: Right, 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 right. So, saying that, I think it does okay. I mean, don't get me wrong; there's a lot wrong with this film, but oh, I don't yeah. think, I don't think, I don't think what's wrong with it is the fact that it was just a piece of crap film. I think it was it was what ninety two movies were about,
1: right? Um, yeah, ninety two action so, starring Jean Claude Van Damme. I think this is fair. Exactly.
3: So I say it holds up decent. I mean, by no stretch of the imagination will this go down in history as one of the best movies ever, right? But uh, no,
1: no, no, no. Uh, I mean, it's better than Geostorm, Storm, but
3: <laughs> right. So I mean, so I mean, you take it for what it is. So I mean, it does. <gasps> It does okay. I'm not mad I had to watch it again. Yeah. Well,
1: what would you rate it?
3: Um, let's see. I'm probably going to rate this film probably a five and a half, maybe six out of ten. That's pretty if generous. Push up to, yeah, if I push up to six, it's for the nostalgia. Okay. Uh, five and a half. I mean, I've seen it's no freaking Atlantic Rim or, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, Carter, I, you remember me? I'm the president of the United States.
1: <laughs> right, zombie so, massacre,
3: yeah yeah right, okay, angela hmm?
1: what would you rate it hello you here me yeah, yeah, what would you rate it
0: oh I thought I thought you guys were still going sorry, uh I'm <laughs> going to rate this a uh I'm gonna rate it a
1: three okay
0: it's uh <sighs> It's not the worst movie in the world, not by any stretch of the imagination. It's better than I expected it to be. Um, I did have fun watching it. Um, There were some moments like that were ridiculously, you know, that were hilarious because they were ridiculous and some moments that were just pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But I probably won't ever watch this again.
1: Yeah, that's fair like I said in the and end and I don't
0: I don't know if I would recommend that anybody else watch it either I would, it would more be like I if you're insisting on watching it you're probably not gonna yeah. it's going to hurt you
1: no it's, you're probably better off watching this than the emoji movie but it's <laughs> Geostorm. I mean there's so many movies this is better than but it's also yeah. worse than most too so I kind of, I'm gonna go between you and Adam. I'm gonna say it's about a four. I think that it's fine, but like, kind of like we talked about, there's really nothing horrible or nothing spectacular about it. It's so meh that it kind of, it almost kind of like deserves to be remade. You know what I mean? In the in the age of remakes, maybe this one could be a TV series on Amazon. You know what I mean? It might be. Make Jean Claude Van Damme be Luke's parent. You know him and his wife and that'll be a nice nod to all the people who are watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But, but like I don't know. It it's fine. There's way better Van Damme movies that are more fun and more ridiculous. Uh Hard Target is obviously on the top of my list. Welcome Welcome to the Jungle is also way up there. I mean But I mean Bloodsport. You can't think of Van Damme without Bloodsport. Bloodsport, yeah, but I mean that one's even that one's 10 times more ridiculous than this movie. So <laughs> right <laughs> oh but you know it. it is what it is it, I, I also don't recommend you really see this but it, i mean if you're a van damme completist and this is missing out of your pie go ahead it's fine so that's that guys that's uh universal soldier from the movie dummies let us know what you think about universal soldier have you seen it in the last 25 years i mean are you just holding on to nostalgia going yeah i remember that that was great uh, hit us up in the comment section at moviedummies.com, where you can find all of our reviews and bullcrap. Right?
3: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: So for the next, uh, hey, I remember that movie was good, but is it? Movie? Um, is Angela's pick. She wants to watch... Yay!
0: I'm so excited. Now
1: and Laters. It's a movie about candies. It is
0: not. <laughs> it's called not now, now
1: and Then. Now and Then, with and The Reach.
0: And it's a movie that was would- And it was totally uh, perfect for it was made for me as a, you know, a eight, nine, ten year old in the 90s. I think it came out in like 1996 or something like that. And I remember watching it as a small child and just falling in love with it. And
1: I remember it being good. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So. We'll see. We'll see how it holds up. I haven't watched it since I was a
1: small child. I mean, it's got... I have my perfect one. Okay. So, I mean, if you think about who's in this movie, all right? Christina Ricci, Rosie O'Donnell, Thora Birch, Melanie Griffin, Gabby Hoffman, Demi Moore, uh, Rita Wilson, Devin Sawa, Cloris Leachman, I mean, Hank Azaria, Janine Garofalo, Bonnie Hunt. I remember this movie being good. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah. I remember it being good as well. I'm very excited.
1: Perfect. So join us next week where we're going to discuss now and then. Yeah. Now and then and now and then and then, and then next week we'll talk to you. Now <laughs> or then? Perfect. But tomorrow. No, next week. I'm so lost. I think next, my brain just farted. Next
0: week we will talk about now and then.
1: Oh, perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously, I think my brain just reset. I think I have, have unisol issues. Maybe I'm too hot. <laughs> I need to go lay in the thing of ice. Ugh. There you
0: go. Until <laughs> until then. yeah. Michael until Bay. then, I'm Joe. Well, I'm Adam. I'm Angela.
1: And for Matt I'm and Ma- Shannon, we say goodbye. Hello. And we will see you next week for Now and Then and Now and Then.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, who's going to do our catchphrase? Hmm. I just did.
0: Dale. Yay, Michael Bay.
1: Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah! Yay! Yay! Michael
0: Bay! Goodbye. Thanks for listening to these idiots. I cannot wait until the seas finally take over. Until then, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and visit us at MovieDummies.com for more content.